Are you ready to discover who you came here to be? Welcome to the Human Design and Astro Club podcast. Human Design is a system and a tool that is here to empower you and show you your greatest potential. Come learn with us and discover who you really are. Hi friends, Crystal here. New year and new you, and boy, do we have some new tools for you to help you transform your life into the one you have always dreamed of. We have some new ways for you to connect with us over outside of the show. So we have a free guide on tips and tricks to honoring your strategy and authority. We also have a language manual to your true self to help you understand the key terms in human design and how to apply them to reading your human design chart and also to your life. And we are so happy to announce doors are now open for the cosmic community, which is a no commitment or five month commitment package to connecting with us over in our private Facebook group. You will have the chance to connect with Leah and myself each month with our premium episodes through our program plus monthly forecast. There's also weekly aura energy updates, weekly tarot card polls connected to a human design gate, monthly market shares for fellow entrepreneurs to share their work and exclusive bonus content you will not be getting anywhere else from us. Come join the cosmic community to understand how to utilize the transits to your advantage and have a safe space to learn, grow, and connect. And we also have our children's class called Nurture Your Child Through Their Design. And our most popular classes are our variable mini classes, which are bite-sized, self-paced audios and guidebooks on the first two transformations. And if you want to stay connected with some education and love from us, join our email list and check out our website, which you can find that and every offer I just discussed down below in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here, and I will see you over on our next episode. Welcome to the Human Design and Astro Club podcast. I'm Crystal. And I'm Leah. And this is the podcast you've been waiting for. I can't look at you when I'm doing this because I literally will just stop moving and just start looking at you with my left brain of mine. But when I'm as I'm as I'm done, I look up and I see you just always doing something something very different than the last time. And then I'm like, what? (laughs) My 4323 shining bright. Oh, it. Definitely does with with this part. Or just my Aquarius in general. It's just very strange. all of it. I feel like it's a requirement to be an Aquarius and have that channel. Like you have to have that full channel if you're an Aquarius. <laughs> I know. <laughs> 
the um the horse farm friend. Let's say that try to say that 10 times fast. Horse farm friend. Um <laughs> she she is also an Aquarius and mm-hmm. she also has the genius to freak channel. Interesting. My mom doesn't. She's an Aquarius. We have the same feel, birthday. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily mean you have it if right. you're an Aquarius, but I feel like it should. Yeah. Like if sh- I like think we might, we might Yeah, we might bridge a few um channels because she thinks I'm hilarious and I'm like super dry about stuff and she just yeah. like breaks off in laughter. So it is it is comical for me. Um, <laughs> but I it's really an indicator for you to know who your people are, that channel. Yeah. That that'll show you who your people are for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I was talking to one of our um cosmic community and color code members, and she was like, You bridged like a couple of my um channels with that 43. Ch- well, obviously just one, but she's like, You bridge it because she I think she has a 23. And she's like, Yeah, I'm even with just having half of it, she knows if people oh, are so like gonna too. get her. My yeah, 40 too, yeah. I think my 43, I can't remember if it's unconscious or conscious right now, but it's in my Saturn. Mm-hmm. So mm. What a fun, what a fun place yeah. to have that because I, that, that gate or both of those gates or the full channel, like you feel like a freak, yeah. like you already know you're a freak. Yeah. So to have that place in Saturn, it's like one of my biggest teachers is, mm-hmm. to, is like almost like the acceptance of me being a freak. And I feel yeah. like that's what human design really gave me For was sure. the acceptance of that. And just like being like, listen, you're all going to think I'm a freak anyways. You're, you're, I mean, you're, it's obviously resonating to you. Right. Yeah. So I might as well just show up as that. Mm-hmm. I was talking to somebody not too long ago and they were, and, and we were talking about like the way we operate and whatever. And I was like, listen, once, once I found out my design, I was like, this is the role that I'm supposed to play, I'm going to show up as that. That's, mm-hmm. I'm going to just start. Sh- I already know, like, we are, these are things that we already know about ourselves or that we don't quite have a, maybe an understanding with if it's unconscious, but we know it's there. Like mm-hmm. we do every time, anytime I read for somebody, they're like, you're just giving me confirmation. It's like acceptance, like yeah. accept who you are. This is like the objective, like version to see. So just accept it. So that's where I'm at in my life. And that's literally part of one one of the pieces to my mission is acceptance of myself, my conscious son, and also my I think it's I think it might be both my Pluto's. No, no, no. I think both of my Neptunes. Pluto's twenty-eight. Do not have my chart in front of me right now. But uh I think it's both my Neptunes and then my conscious son is gate ten, which is the love of self. You have to accept yourself. Gate 25 also holds the keynote of acceptance. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really the universal acceptance that we're all. I was just going to say, it's pretty much what we all. I mean, but I mean, you know, it's so funny when I found out that I was a vessel of love, I was like, of course, Mm -hmm. like, like, of course, because I look at the world and I see how many people don't have heart. And don't hold love for themselves or for other people. And I never understood that. That was, it was really, as a little kid, I used to tell myself because of, you know, sometimes how cruel the world could be. Like, I need to stop loving. 
I would let, and it's such a joke that I would say stuff like, I, I'm going to do it. I would, say, <laughs> I would sit alone in my room with my calm determination and I'd be like, okay, Crystal, I would talk to myself. I'm like, you have to stop loving people. I was like, you love too hard. You don't get it back. You have to stop, stop loving. And so I would, I would like, I would try to hold in my love a lot. It just doesn't work. It doesn't oh, work. I, can't, I literally, I, I can't do it. It's impossible. Mm -hmm. I'm not built to not be love and to spread love. I mean, yeah. people that have this, uh, that have this incarnation cross or any of the love gates, um, they could go to the lower end and lower really is indifference. It's nothing. It's, it's not even hate. It's indifference, indifference to the world. And it's almost like cold where your heart yeah. completely shuts off. It's just kind of isolated. It's not. Yeah. It's not the there. other complete opposite spectrum. It's just, well, it is the, com it, it's it, nothing. It, it is. That is, that is literally the, yeah. complete. but I mean, it's not like you love so much and then you hate it's mm -hmm. like just, but I feel like the opposite and like they, I forget where I've seen this before. I feel like I've seen it in so many places that the opposite of love is not hate. It's indifference. Yeah. So true. It, like it really, and I've been, I've been there. Mm -hmm. I've been there with that. Um, and it, 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 it doesn't feel good to hold in your love. So I'm at the point of if somebody doesn't want my love or can't handle my love or whatever it is, because they don't it really truly it's that they don't love themselves enough, mm -hmm. then I guess we're not meant to be because I can't hold it in. Yeah. I just can't. So I'm okay. And I'm okay. I've gotten to a point where I'm I'm okay with being alone. Like I I mean, obviously I have my children and my husband, but like I'm very particular now with the types of friendships that I will accept in my life. Yeah. And I don't have a lot. And I had like embarrassment around that, but I would rather be alone than be with anybody that doesn't see the fullness of me and accept the fullness of me. Mm -hmm. I can't have that or where I'm over giving and there's nothing coming back to me in return. I've had too many friendships yeah. like that. I will not move forward with that. And we are we are in this place this week, this entire week, guys, is going to be about forward movement in the direction that we can go in. That's what this eclipse is going to be in the North Node. And it's it's a pretty, pretty big eclipse. I wrote a lot of stuff. <laughs> and there's it's not and it's like, you know, you know what we're gonna do? We're going to have an eclipse. And then like two days later, we're going to have a retrograde. Mercury is going to go retrograde, which has actually been happening. If you looked at, I was looking at some past eclipse stuff and it happens where, where for the last couple of years that we've had these eclipses and then immediately a retrograde right afterwards. So, and that's not a coincidence. I'll yeah. talk about that. Yeah. I'll talk about that when we get to that portion. So welcome. If you're new here. Welcome to the program. This is a podcast for a bunch of weirdos, as you can tell from our conversations that we've just had. And this particular episode or any episode where you see the word program, we are talking about the transits for the week so that we're looking through the lens of human design, astrology, and tarot. And what does the program actually mean? It means that we are in a giant movie, TV show, 
an assimilation. This is not real. And so we are being um, almost, I don't want to say the word control from the cosmos, but if you have zero awareness, then yes, they are controlling you. They are mm -hmm. controlling your mind. The transits are actually connected to the mental field. They're connected to the personality. If you're watching the transits, like once I realized the combination of human design and astrology, and then in relation to the transits, it's like, oh, wow, we really are being deeply impacted and influenced by the transits. For sure. And so we have, we do have um, what's called programming partners, and that's why we call this the program. And well, the transits are the program, but the, there's programming partners, which are the sun and the earth gates. They travel together in a pair. They also travel together in the nodes, the same gates. They travel together in the sun and the earth, and then also in the nodes. So they 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 are basically here to shine a light. They're they're completely opposite each other. If you're looking at the wheel. They're completely opposite each other. So we have, you know, the yang energy from the sun that's shining a light, giving us a focus. So when I say, hey, this is what we're focusing on for this week, I'm referring to the gate in the sun. Okay. And then when I say, this is what's grounding us this week, this is what's supporting us, this is where we can really hold the pose because earth is dense, right? It's almost like when we have gates transiting through the earth, we can almost reach out and grab it. Okay, so giving you a little like quick crash course in transits, which we actually have a crash course, which a bunch of you have been picking up because we decided to share it again in a couple <laughs> places. And so we see you guys picking up our free crash course. Oh my God. I can, why do I do <laughs> stuff like that? Like literally, I'm an open throat and I like to like put a lot of the same. <laughs> like annunciation They're like tongue twisters I, I love tongue twisters and like I it's like a, people are probably just laughing at me every time I I say something that I because I name all of these um once in a while I can't figure it out and Leah will will help me but I name most of them <laughs> and I just you know I'm a third line I, I want it <laughs> needs to be a little challenging yeah so we have a crash course in the transits, if you're interested. And also, I would highly recommend, and maybe we will, um, Leah, you can make a note for yourself to, when we when we send uh, our, our first uh, welcome email, basically, to our intensive friends that are joining us for our variable intensive, that we can also send them this crash course in case they haven't taken it, because you're going to want it when we talk about the neutrinos, because it's the neutrinos that are traveling through the variables. Mm -hmm. The variables, the radical four transformations are the way we are receiving frequency. And frequency is connected to those little tiny subatomic particles that are called neutrinos that they found around um, basically the eruption, which we basically, we go through how did the neutrinos come about and and in the discovery and all of that, it's in the crash course. If you're interested, it's a really fun, um, little bit of history on science. I feel yeah. like that crash courses, which makes sense as with having the channel of surrender. Mm -hmm. Did you like history in school? Um, or were you good at it? I you guess? know, I don't really think I was great at it because my right brain doesn't hold a lot of um oh dates data <laughs> dates 
You guys are the worst. Dates in like seasons. Like Dave never knows what season we are in. No. I... I'm, and he doesn't understand how they work. Well, you also are in, you know, you don't see a huge shift in them down there, like, or from Florida. Like you never saw, it was hot, hotter, yeah, well, he's hottest. From Maryland. And I mean, he, he did, still move, doesn't? he did move to Florida when he was, I think like four. So technically kind of a Floridian. Um, but now we're in seasons. We've been here yeah. for two years now, Dave. Um <laughs> <laughs> and I knew flowers. seasons and I'm literally from Florida. I lived there for yeah. 35 years. Yeah. So, but I also, the channel uh, of rhythm is connected to the seasons. Yeah. So well, it's just, maybe it's just built not, in me. Yeah. It's not something that's really significant. I feel like for me, if it's not like something that's like well, popping up in my brain, that's like, pay well, attention to this specific thing. Well, it's yeah. too specific. I think for right brains Yeah. with that stuff, it's like, once, but it's so interesting. I find it, and this is something that we're going to talk about in the variable intensive. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to make this a discussion topic. It's so interesting. The people that are either right brained, left mind, or left brain, right mind, you guys have such a contradiction in you, such a contradiction. Mm-hmm. Um, and can possibly even be friction in a lot of ways because mm-hmm. it's like, for right brain people, you're as we talk about, and we'll get into more specifics in the intensive. Like you're receiving the peripheral, you're receiving. You know what? I saw it yesterday. It was so funny. I was like, oh my gosh, I got to remember this example. So Dave and I were watching. Um, we're watching those those silly shows on Netflix with the the like getting married at first sight. And oh, love like, is blind. And love is blind, which I'm so pissed that they like the last like two episodes or whatever. They're not they're not putting it out till like the 14th. I was like, excuse me, you're Netflix. Okay. Yeah. I want to binge this entire yeah, thing. Yeah. What are you doing to me? So, anyway, so we're watching now Married at First Sight, mm-hmm. uh, which oh, that show, there's so many things that need to be fixed, but we're not gonna go there. Um But we were watching and the girl that was talking, she was sitting and there was like a bunch of stuff in the background. I was only focused. I'm left brain and left mind. I was literally only focused on her face, her expression, like the details of her. Um, And Dave goes, what is that in the background there? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, what is that statue or whatever? And I was like, what? I didn't even see. I didn't even see that because Mm -hmm. I was too focused. She was talking. So I was focused on her. You guys Mm -hmm. are focused on the background. You guys are focused on the essence of something. Mm -hmm. Um, It's almost like the emotionality of the situation or whatever. It's it's the undertones. It's everything else. Yeah. (laughs) But the detail. Yeah. It's like sitting in a busy restaurant and like for you, you would be having the conversation with me and we're, we're purely in the conversation for me. I'm having the conversation and also like hearing the conversations around behind me, paying attention to like seven other different things. And then then you don't even know what I said. And then I have no idea what you said. (laughs) Yep. It's like, and it's so important for people to have this information Mm -hmm. because it could change your relationships with people. Mm -hmm. It it really helps us with acceptance of when we could have, we could have got gotten in so many fights. 
And sometimes we do battle it out <laughs> between our two divine hearts and me yeah. being left brain and you being right brain. There is sometimes we do have to, but then we say, Oh, well, I have to say to you, I think you missed that detail because yeah. of your of your right brain. And, and I accept that. Like I I accept that. This is part of your mechanics. We yeah. have to accept each other. You can't change that. You're no, not gonna change I'm- that. I, we talked about this before we even got on here. Like I'm frustrated at my right brain. Mm. Like it can really make me angry, like how I don't pay attention, but I can just navigate it with different tools. Like right. how can I, in that situation, you know, you know, do something right away or respond or just bring myself back to like, pay attention and that's what you have to say. We talked about that. And I, yeah. it's been a while since because we had our membership last year with this. And that's a big thing that we talked about for right brain and mind to really be paying attention. That is what rightness is. It's attention. It's paying attention. It's not focus. When people tell a right right anything to focus on something, it's literally impossible. Yeah, you can't do it. But yet we are really built in a left world because we started with leftness. And that's something that I want to put in the introduction to variables because we didn't we had we never made an introduction guide. So I'm working on that right now for the intensive people is what material do you need to know first? And I think it's extremely important to realize, and that's something that we talked about in our um, 2027 class, is going all the way back to where do we start as five-centered beings? Yeah. And being seven-centered beings, we're all left beings. We actually started as an, um, with the, what is it, the Neanderthals, they were all right beings. And then we moved to all left beings, and now we are in transition, we are the transition of left and right. And I'm going to blow some people's minds right now that don't know this. Your variables are not just those top arrows at the top of your chart. They are actually built into every single one of your gates. So you actually probably have a bunch of either left or rightness throughout the rest of your design that is not connected to the top of your chart that says you're all left or all right you actually have more happening in those gates. So if you, what I love about genetic matrix is that you can click the interactive button and then click on a gate and it'll show you what the tone base and color is of that gate. Yeah. And for those of you who don't have genetic matrix, there's a link in our description down below that you can go and get it either for free or like there's a day pass or there's. Mm -hmm. um, There's a few different, and definitely take a screenshot if you're only getting like the the introduction one or whatever the day pass or the just for the month or whatever, take a screenshot because, um, the, a lot of the free stuff, you can't get the variables. So if you're only using it temporarily or whatever, make sure you're saving it because you're not going to be able to hold that. And then go to our Instagram or crystals journey through HD Instagram and check out the variables series posts. Yeah. I did one on color. If you want to learn about what color color. and it it just gives like a a good example. Of Mine those. is my couple of uh, uh, typos and I'm like, I'm already a mercury retrograde. Uh, my my body, to. my reflector body is already there. <laughs> I, I literally can't type to anybody, myself, uh, like making all these, these posts. I'm like, oh God, every time I post, I'm like, 
<laughs> I thought I saw it. And then I'm like, oh, you. And sometimes I, I made a mistake and then I clicked the back button and then it moved back to like one of the old mm-hmm. from the and I and I so that happened. Mm-hmm. You caught it the same time that I caught it. And I didn't change um, for the kitchens one for the, the third color. Yeah. Um, it had part of the markets post one on there because that was the one before that. And I forgot to change the the internal and external. So it says kitchens, internal and external. And somebody called me out on that. And I thanked them actually. I said, thank you. I did not see that. I thought I fixed it. Um, but I clearly put the wrong one on there. So thank you so much. So I had to put a little uh, pin that said, you know, what was correct. So I apologize yeah. for a couple of my mistakes. That's, my third line mistakes. <laughs> it does show it. And I was like, oh, should I delete this whole thing? But I'm like, no, people said some good stuff on here. I'm just yeah. gonna it happens. correct it in the in the in the post. Hopefully people yeah. see it. Or they'll be like, what the fuck is internal and external for kitchens? <laughs> it's nothing. Okay. It's not. It's not. It's wet and dry. <laughs> okay. So let's dive into this week because I sure. really said a lot. I wrote a lot. There's a lot to say. There's a lot happening. This is a huge week. I'm I'm extremely nervous. I'm going to be completely honest with everybody. This is huge. This is huge. So please, if you want to uh, be able to really remember this, especially if you're rightness, get out a pen and a paper right now. Pause this video. Uh, if you're driving, either pause it or go back. To this portion because there's some really good stuff that I put in here that you're not going to get anywhere else. Okay. So let's, let's just dive, dive right in. So this is probably one of the biggest weeks of the month. And honestly of the year, this has been a pretty big month and we'll get into the, the showstopper of the month, which is the second new moon Aries in the hybrid solar eclipse that we're, we're entering into. Um, and we'll get into that shortly. So, okay. So how are we starting off this week? So this is the week of, what is it? The seventh? Yep. The 17th. I, you know, I, for, I meant to put that there and I always like to tell people, cause we don't know when you're listening to any of this people, people go back to a lot of our old program episodes. So I want to make sure, you know, this is the week of the 17th. And so we're starting off with a lot of like lower definition pressure, between the root, the sacral, the spleen, and the solar plexus, they're all going to be lit the fuck up at the beginning of this week. So are any of those areas open for you? Some of them are for me. So pay the fuck attention to how it makes you feel, okay? It's time to start recognizing how the transits are impacting your everyday lives, okay? So it's important to know when you're defined, when you're open, especially with the centers, it's hard for a lot of people to really understand the gates and channels. But for the centers, it's holding the essence of those gates and channels. So to, to recognize when you're defined, when you're in through the transits, when you're actually open normally, it changes your entire way of operating. So really pay attention to that. So what is our focus for the beginning of this week? Well, I'll tell you. This focus is going to impact the eclipse. So pay attention how you feel at the beginning of the week, because this is a focus on mutation and a mutation in a sense of alchemizing the darkness from within. Huge theme of this week and this eclipse. What trauma bags have you been carrying with you? Time to release. And who is going to support us with that? 
and ground us in this process is our intuition. So, of course, and really, how can we care for ourselves? That's what's going to be grounding us. How can we care for ourselves? How can we nurture and care for ourselves? That's what's going to be grounding us. That maybe we didn't get all of that when we were younger. Maybe we didn't get that kind of nurture and care that we need to do for ourselves right now. The little you that needed this. And maybe release with that during this week with the the full frequency. We have the full frequency of this that's going to be guiding our instincts and also a root pressure moving us through our roadblocks with this. And maybe a little, not a little, I feel like it's going to be a lot of it, a lot of emotional provoking energy for us to wake the fuck up. Can you see how the program's like, we, 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 we got to do some things. We got we to gotta rattle your system before. And that's what honestly eclipses do. You're like, I'm not ready. It's going to get, we're, we're, this is just the beat. This is just the beginning of the week. We haven't even gotten to anything yet. So, so be careful with your words this week. Soften to other people's hard edges. And I say this to myself because I transferred a personal and, you know, words can feel very personal. And I'm going to do my very best with my transferred personal not to take them personally. Look to where you ha- where your transferred view is. This will help support you in this process because we often don't know what we're not supposed to be looking at. And that's what your transferred view is. That's not what you're here to see correctly. I'm not here to see my anyone else's personal stories and try to make the mind. That's not my that's not me. I'm here to empower people. So it's taking those words and how can you empower yourself to be the best version of you, to show up for other people right now that are having a hard time. So this type of eclipse, we're going to just dive right in. It's going to be happening on the 19th and 20th, okay, for everybody. It's depending on where you are in the world. So we're going to dive right into the eclipse, okay? So... This type of eclipse hasn't happened in a couple of decades, okay? I wanted to share some stuff on here that I, I go deeper in the cosmic community, but I this is kind of a big cl- eclipse, so I'm going to share some stuff and some stuff we're going to actually talk in the cosmic community about when we get to this eclipse so that we can personalize it, and I'll say that in here again too. So this type of eclipse hasn't happened in a couple of decades, and it will bring great change. One of the biggest changes that we've had in a very, very, very long time. So this is going to be a really big eclipse. I can feel it. I'm getting a little nervous. So just know that this is a big initiating energy. And this might be one of the last opportunities from the cosmos to jump on and ride um, that forward movement uh, because there's going to be a great deal of momentum and forward movement for everyone's lives before the retrograde start, which is only a couple of days after this eclipse, which is, you know, we're at, we're at, I, I told you guys, there's going to be only a very short burst for this year of a moment where we have, we're able to like really take a hold of energy, <clears throat> excuse me, really take hold of the, of the energy and make things happen. There's only a, and we're, this is it. This is the end of it. We're at the end of it. After this, 
all the retrogrades are going to start happening again. And that is not a time to be making any sort of forward movement. That's when we reflect, sometimes even go backwards. Okay. So this is it. This is literally the last chance. So um, where was I with this? So I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing because this is important and I want to I want to note this and I'm very proud of us for doing this as as a business. We really took advantage of the transits this year with setting up our offers. So if you've been having anything that you've wanted to share in relation to business and you haven't done it yet or you haven't been listening to us when we said this is the time you take some action because we all of our offers have been built around the transits. That's how because there's too much resistance that happens from the cosmos. I'm not going to take chances with that. If I can see openings, I'm, oh, I'm walking through. So we're at the very end of that now. Okay. And I'm, as I told Leah, we're probably not going to be doing anything new after this for the summer. We're actually going to take those retrogrades and go back through some of our old um, material and offers and rework them for you guys. So you will be, a lot of you might be getting updated emails from us in the summer. So look forward to that. So while we have the last bit of this burst of momentum, highly suggest that if you have a business and you have an offer that maybe you've been holding out, a reading, whatever, highly suggest to do it right now. Do it right before this eclipse or if the eclipse is happening in a big place in your chart, like maybe the first house, the second house, um, finances, depending on what else is happening in there, be very careful um, with that house because it could be a disruptor. But or the 10th house of career, if it feels good to you, definitely check, consult your authority after this. Um, and allow yourself to capture the energy of this eclipse because this eclipse is all about our future direction, okay? And the quantum leap we can take to really move towards our next big goals and dreams, okay? I mean, Aries, which this is happening in, Aries is all about the me. And the question to ask during this eclipse is where does my future self want to go and where does it want to grow? Okay. Eclipses can bring huge change in our lives. It can also destroy. It's a disruptor. Okay. It all depends on the awareness of the individual and also where the eclipse is going to fall into your personal chart. What houses, where are the nodes at for you? What houses are these placements falling in for your transit chart? Be looking this up. Where do you have Aries? Where do you have Aries? Really personalize this eclipse. And we'll talk more on how to do that in the cosmic community as well. So this eclipse is going to bring a power surge to all of our lives. A really big moment because as I've been saying, 2023 is a really big year to see the future. And this eclipse is our forward movement to our future. We have been packing our bags and we're right now at the point of we're boarding the rocket ship. Okay. That's what it like. We've been packing our bags for the last few months, but now it's like, okay, listen, what are the essentials and what do you want to bring with you and your future self? Anything that in this eclipse is also not letting you bring your trauma bags. This with the activation that's happening through human design saying, nope, you are not bringing any of your childhood trauma with you. Okay. 
So now it's time for we're preparing for takeoff. We might have already taken off if you're listening to this after the 19th or 20th. We might have already taken off. So this is going to be a time to reach for more in your life. And a little note for the activation for this eclipse with human design, as I said, there's going to be a focus on seeing our trauma, our childhood roadblocks, and allowing yourself to move through them during this eclipse. You cannot take your trauma bags with you during this eclipse. It will not let you. It will destroy them. It will destroy them. This is a time for you to release them or the eclipse will do it for you. Okay, this is pretty big. So that's pretty much what's going on for the eclipse. And we'll go into more uh, detail in the cosmic community. I'm super excited to see what people have to say about that in there. I know a bunch of you listen to the podcast, so just know I'm coming for you, okay? And there will also be emotional support with the eclipse on Thursday, the 20th, pushing us to really feel the experience. Might feel a little jolting. This channel, you know, I always get a little nervous. With There's two emotional channels that I get a little nervous about, and this is one of them. But if you have awareness of it, it could actually support you. So you're going to be asked to feel the experience that you're going to be going through during this eclipse and expressing it. So whether that be to another individual that you need to express your feelings to, or even um, a good time to journal. I'd say for this eclipse, really explain what's going on because eclipses, they burst out for like, you're, you're feeling the essence of them and the experience of them and it's changing your lives for six months approximately. Okay. So what you're about to go through now is going to burst out into um, your future for the next six months. Okay. So we also have Taurus season starting just after this as well. <laughs> There's a lot happening this week. Okay. So we'll move into Taurus season, you know, the bull. Um, so lots of big things happening and Taurus is a fixed earth sign. So a little stubborn, right? The bull is stubborn, but also the bull wants to bask in the sun. It wants to really uh, indulge it wants to experience the finer things in life. This will be a season of sensuality. Okay. And so let's move to the, the next game player that really the trickster. Okay. Mercury's like, listen, I'm going to station retrograde on the 21st right after this eclipse. Okay. And then it's going to, you know, go backwards on the 22nd. So this is happening a couple days after the eclipse. And this is, and as I've been saying, this kind of thing has been happening with the eclipses and retrogrades right after uh, for the last couple of years. Okay. So what message are the cosmos trying to bring with this? That in order to truly move forward, we have to reflect first. This Mercury retrograde is in Taurus. And we have a very practical earth sign with Mercury, with the Mercury retros this year, all happening in earth signs. And so Taurus really wants you to be practical with your life. That's what this retrograde is going to be about. And there's a reflection on this with the value of our resources, which has been coming up a lot with the transits, right? So it's no, see, do you see how this is working, guys? Come on, come on, put the fucking pieces together. <laughs> it's so easy for me. I'm like, and it's just so funny, just the way that they, they construct our lives, you know? 
So we've been focusing on our resources recently with a lot of, you know, the 2145 action that we've been having with the money line, right? And so now it's like, well, let's put our money where our mouth is. Okay. Let's really, really see what's going on here. Let's lift up the fucking hood. So maybe we didn't feel fully resourced during that time we were going through it or, um, or before the, you know, before the eclipses. So now we need to go back and review and see how can I gather myself and what did I miss? So Mercury retro retrogrades are kind of like, I'm going to give you guys a visual here. I love visuals. Okay. I love giving examples because it's like, what, how does, what, how do, how do I make sense of this shit? So here we go. So retrogrades are kind of like you're walking along a trail you accidentally drop your keys or an item, okay? But you didn't realize for like 20 minutes and you're just walking, 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 walking. And then all of a sudden you go, oh, fuck, where are my keys? I dropped my fucking keys. So then you have to go back. You have to retrace your steps and go back to find them. So go back to the point where the keys were dropped. And that's what's happening here. And I've also lost two pairs of sunglasses. So I'm really... Just want to throw this in there for everyone that does not care. And they're expensive and I cannot find them. One I've had for that's been gone for honestly the majority of this year. And then one just happened the other day, of course, right as Mercury is about to retrograde. I was like, fuck, I just bought those sunglasses. Where are they? So where the hell are your items? <laughs> where are the missing resources? I need my sunglasses. Okay. And can you have the courage to go back and find them? Now I have to destroy my entire house looking for them. All I have to hope is that I didn't leave them somewhere outside of my house, which is possibility. So then I'm never going to find them, which some things you never find after a retrograde. Okay. They're just hit, gone forever. So we get a new program on Saturday in relation to how we respond to nurturing our being. Okay. There's a response now. There is a response to, I want to help this person or not. Right. I, I, I know people that have this full channel and I've noticed with them, and this is part of the defense circuit. They're really loving and really caring unless they don't like you <laughs> or you fuck up, fuck up. And then you get the complete opposite. It's like, I will not care for you. So it can go either way. It really can go either way. But in this in this circumstance, in this situation, how can you, with this new program, how can you focus on nurturing yourself? So that will be our new focus. And then we are being grounded in our instincts with purpose, okay? Something might have to die to be reborn during this time, maybe a little bit of an ego death with this new program to put order back to ourselves. Okay. So then we're also going to get another root pressure come in on Sunday that we'll be holding the pose for, for a little while. I'm like, I'm done with the root pressure. Okay. I just, every time that happens, I'm like, oh boy, with my undefined root, maybe for you guys too. I don't know if you have an open or undefined root. We're going to be feeling this for a little bit. Okay. So a, a little bit of a uh, pressure in regards to our growth, which we're going to need after this eclipse. No coincidence. Maturity. Aries is also kind of immature. So how can we grow from this experience and new beginnings? Do you guys see how the program is working? We are now being asked to start to really start over 
And this root to sacral pressure is going to be that little pressure we need to get to where we are going. So that's the majority of this week of the big, big things happening. Obviously, main focus is the eclipse, right? So somebody help us. (laughs) So that's it. That's all I got. Wow. I wrote everything down and I'm not ready, but it's okay. It's I don't fine. know if we're, I honestly don't know. We're not ready. Ready. I, no. I, I feel like I've been packing my bags for a while now. <laughs> yeah. I'm afraid I'm going to forget things. I'm clearly going to forget those sunglasses because I don't know if I'm going to have them. Um, so they might be, you know, lost and gone in the ethers forever. I don't know. Anyways, mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk about my sunglasses anymore. <laughs> Just a funny example that it actually coincides with what's going on. Yeah. In the sun. In Aries, you know, fire sign. I don't know. Is there a relation to that? I'm also an Aries moon. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be feeling this pretty, Mm -hmm. pretty deeply. So anyways, what what are the cards saying for us? Well, I mean, I got a couple things. So I have, I pulled obviously the tarot card and then I pulled the card from the soul's journey deck, which is the lesson cards, which I really like that one, but I pulled the hermit. Um, and the hermit is about waiting. It's about inner work. It's about contemplation. Um, you see on the card, he's sort of looking down toward maybe what is, what has happened. I feel like that's a very retrograde thing. Like what, what, happened what i what am i looking at what am i looking for um the lamp the lamp with the star inside is like the visual of um you know finding your own like inner guidance your own inner light what is it that um you know i'm working on right now that needs a little extra love or um maybe it's a time to wait maybe someone needs a message to wait right now um and you know there's a lot of really great energy coming sometimes it's about waiting to speak or waiting to act or um, waiting to respond. I mean, we're all waiting, right? So where are you trying to make things happen? Maybe that you need to wait for something to occur for you to respond to that, to um, get guidance on it. Or, um, you know, there's a lot of inner work that could be going on. So maybe this is a time for you to really think, like you said, like, where are your traumas? Where, where can you set down those trauma bags? So the hermit is asking us really to look at, um, what are our triggers and traumas? Where does that come from and how can we work on it? How can we see it and love it and accept it and, um, work through that? There's a lot of, um, you know, we have a lot of experiences or um, occurring things that occur in our life that we really should probably take a look at and see how does that come up in my life right now and where do I need to release it or work on it or accept. Um, It's also related to the solar plexus and Virgo. So there's a few different things there. I think we're, you know, really pay attention to Another thing could be a pay, paying attention to how you're judging. Are you judging yourself? Or are you judging the other? Um, so hopefully that's helpful for somebody. Uh, let's see. I, last time, I don't remember if I did a crystal for it, um, but this book, this particular crystal tarot book that is not paired to these cards, but I really like the book is Peridot. I think I'm saying that right. 
and it's green, and it offers protection from outside influences, allowing you to find inner space that you really need right now. And it also helps you focus within yourself during your meditations. Um, this card is a bit different in the book, but there's a lot of green. Sorry. Sorry, YouTube. It's a terrible display, um, but there's a lot of green there in that particular card. Uh, so yeah. Then on that note, the other card I pulled is called Empathy. And it says, I am open to seeing both sides of the situation. And you said this as well is, um, did I write it down? Being careful with others' harsh edges and soften to, or soften to others' hard, hard edges and, you know, be careful with your words. So this could be something that we could focus on. Um, you don't truly understand others' motivations if you haven't lived their lives and seen the world through their eyes. It's easy to judge another behavior matched up against your own and label it as right or wrong, but you're missing an important part of the equation, the other person's history and personal path. We are all sparks of the divine and a purpose here on the physical dimension, and we all exert our own free will. Some of us have lost our way along the path to love, and it is a human reaction to judge others before examining their journey through their eyes and with compassion. Your job is not to judge. Your job is to love and to understand. Very straightforward. Yeah. And I think right now we need to have a little bit of grace mm -hmm. for ourselves and the harsh, harsh edges of ourselves, but more so because we're going to be seeing our inner world being reflected back to us through other people. It's having softness to for them and having grace for maybe what we might be, the way we might be being impacted by them. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I should not have any conversations with anybody this, this week. <laughs> this what no, I, was, I was like, we need to keep our mouth closed yeah. because as an open throat, um, you piss me the fuck off and I'll, and me having a defined heart. I have an Aries moon. Um, like I am, I'm mostly fire. Mm -hmm. It will fuck you up. I know exactly what to say to you. I smell people's secrets. I, I used to do this. This was something that I, I did when I was younger. And I'm like, you know, that's probably how some of your bonds were broken. <laughs> <laughs> because you, I'm, I'm really nice until I, until you give me something to respond to in a negative way. I don't, I'm never malicious, like initiating it. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not a manifester. No offense to my manifestors. You, you are, you, you are supposed to sometimes throw it at us. We need, we, we need it to grow. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like a lot of the manifestors push us to grow as individuals and, and a collective. Mm -hmm. And so, but I'm not here to necessarily, I don't, and I don't have the 39 or the 55. Yeah. Um, you know, you're not, I know you're not here just to poke people and no. Oh, it's so funny. Like, um, people that have either one of those gates and the, the realization that they don't know that they do that. Like, I feel like people that, um, that have the full channel, they're like, oh yeah, I love it. I live for it. Um, but the people that only have half of it, they're poking people left and right. And they're like, I don't know why this person doesn't like me. I'm like, cause you said some really mean shit. Mm -hmm. Um, 
accidentally, I think, or on purpose, like your, like, you know, your design did it on purpose, but you don't, you have zero awareness of it. Like I'm thinking of one person in, individually right now that does this a lot that I'm actually going to be seeing um, in the near future. And I'm like, careful to myself. Mm-hmm. I said, careful, because I we've gone into some things before because they've said stuff that poked me and I wanted to retaliate Mm -hmm. (laughs) because that's what happens with this channel. And I was like, be careful. Yeah. Just be careful because I don't, this person is a good person and I don't want to burn a bridge, but they also have done some stuff where I'm like, "Mm." but I'm like, it's okay. Forgive them. Right. Yeah. Acceptance of the other, even if it's tough but it's not us. Yeah. Empathy. Empathy. So have, so let's close out with that. Have some empathy this week and sympathy, all of it, all of the above Mm -hmm. for everyone, including yourself. Everyone. Yeah. Okay. And if you need support, you know where to find us. If you're on YouTube and you're watching this, you can comment. You can ask a question if you if you need a little bit more support. If you're in the cosmic community and you're listening to this, we'll be uh, supporting you in in our group this week because I know a lot of people might be going through some stuff. I know a lot of you guys are going through some stuff. So we're here for you. We have the channel of surrender keynote of support. And that's why we're here to support you. Yep. So have a great week. Good luck. Good luck. (laughs) And we'll see you over on the next one. We'll see ya. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Crystal and I are really here as defined hearts to provide value to you with our unique insights. If you have found any of this episode valuable to you, we ask that you share with a friend, tag us with a highlight on Instagram, and write us a review so we can reach more people. Human design and astrology are tools to guide us toward our transformation. You are a unique and beautiful being, and we encourage you to let that light inside of you shine bright. See you in the next episode, friends.